What's up, guys? Uh, this is John back with, I don't know why I say my name. You guys know who I am. Uh, back with BP Precision. We've been on a bit of a break. Uh, everyone's busy, holidays, so on and so forth. But my buddy Matt Alwine, um, production king, uh, it talked to me into doing a podcast. So it's Sunday night. We've been doing plumbing at my house and he is uh back in uh the big apple working and he talked me into doing a podcast so thanks for doing that buddy <laughs> how are you doing i'm oh pretty good i mean i didn't really talk you into it. i just said like uh you know you said you it's time podcasts. it's time he says it's about time for another podcast <laughs> yeah, it's only been this is our longest drought um as you guys i mean obviously with holidays finale ended and we should have done one right away just uh there was we're there's a lot of stuff going on some of which we'll talk about probably in the podcast and then um um, drama a little bit mostly revolving around you and um (laughs) and uh we're not we're not and again i don't know if we need to do a disclaimer we're not trying to i don't know we're just going to talk because people ask they want what happened what happened i got dq'd um you sort of got to got <laughs> <laughs> and everyone asks questions. So instead of just responding to a bunch of texts or phone calls, it's a lot easier to do these. But granted we're late, but better late than never, they say. So, um, I've been still working on my house a lot. Um, like I said, plumber just left. He was here all day Sunday. Um, I had cut out big slab in the basement where to get to old plumbing, to move a bunch of stuff for a master bathroom. And so he was finishing up underground plumbing today so we can pour concrete on it this week and keep the ball rolling. I need to get a roof on here because it rains a lot where I live and the rain comes in the house. So it's been good times. So anyway, we got the, my wife's got the kids downstairs. They're watching a movie. So they'll be kind of quiet. We might be a little more equi than normal because I'm in a big empty house and uh, we're going to make the best of it. So anyway, and I'm in my biggie empty studio here in New York. Cause I kept everyone out. <laughs> yep. And, uh, it's time to record. And uh, you got your old fashioned, right? Oh yeah. Well, of course. America. <laughs> what do you, what's the name of the cherries again? I, no, I don't know. They're like the good cherries, the right cherries, we, because we, this is a problem. I guess we could to the wheelers. Wasn't there a claim of the best old fashions ever? In Wisconsin, yeah, but they didn't—they didn't really know what they were talking about. But we have them, yeah. I think, straightened out now. Okay, uh, it, it, Brian Brian Pence. Yep. Uh, uh, his lovely girlfriend Jenny. She makes the best old fashioned in America. Yep. And uh, so, if you want to know what cherry to get, you ask her. And I just got them. I, That's true. I don't know. They're over there. They're we, over there in the fridge. I don't remember. We should name, give Jenny's Instagram if, handle if so people can message her. <laughs> If it's bright and red and it looks like a Marchino cherry, that should not be in an old fashioned. You should That's send that back and get a jacket. It needs coke. to be black. Yep. If it's not a black looking cherry, and it's small. Cherry. A lot smaller. Yeah. Oh, and they're yeah. so good. So, anyway, okay. So, you were working in New York. You flew home four or five days before the finale. Yeah. You had, I had a shot. Before the finale, I hadn't shot for like two, two and a half months because I'd been working. Yep. And it, I had me stressed. I was stressed out about it. And yeah, you were. I, I, yeah, I was. But <laughs> I was working on like mental, mental stuff, and I think that probably helped me more than actual shooting would have helped me. Hey, so it was, probably, <laughs> it was probably good for me. All right. Well, you, now you said it, so you got to explain it. Everyone wants to know, what were you, what were you working on? Were you like visualizing or just thinking positive or was there anything specific you were running through before the, before the finale? Yeah, I think visual visualizing and just thinking about it. Um, and then, I don't know, someone on one of your podcasts talked about, learning from every shot Mm -hmm. uh i think it was tate Mm -hmm. um and that was something that i like i'd just been thinking about a bunch the last few months like hey if you hit the target don't just shoot again like let's see where we hit on the target yeah and adjust accordingly and i think i really applied that more at the finale than i have in the past and that was just a lot of time i mean i'm here here in new york (laughs) Yeah. in my hotel room thinking about it like oh let's see where that bullet hits all right replay that in my mind yeah and yeah. just uh, yeah no that's good stuff about, well it came it came in, a, we'll go ahead oh i just spent a lot more time like at the finale i spent a lot more time 
making sure I wrote my dope down wrong. The last shoot I shot before the finale back in October, I think it was a Michigan shoot. Mm -hmm. Um, I wrote a couple dopes down wrong and it screwed me at that shoot. And so that was just something I really beat into my brain. Like, Hey, write your crap down. (laughs) It's not going to come out. That's an easy way to get a few more points. (laughs) It really is. It really is. A sure way to lose a match is to write down the wrong dope for stage, which is super easy to do, especially at that match because there was a bunch of just troop line after troop line. And if you flip to the wrong page, like, you see five targets in a row and they're sort of close yardages. I see people do that a lot at matches. They'll just write down stage 13 instead of stage 12 because they're both five target troop lines and you just don't. Yep. I mean, it happens all the yep. time. So, the, Yeah, like or the moving target stage where you had so yep. much different, you know, you had you had to shoot two on one target, then go to the mover, two on a different target, go to the mover, two on a different target, go to the mover, mm-hmm. and just all that moving around. I watched like four guys in a row shoot that stage wrong yeah (laughs) and i was like write this down right you idiot (laughs) i know i hate watching people do the wrong thing because you're so much more likely to do it too you gotta like cleanse your memory of what they did and and not do it but that's the stage we started on on day two morgan was first up shot the wrong target got off out you couldn't hardly see anything you couldn't see anything because it was snowing enough to really to really do anything so he's like we were like, you shot the wrong target. We're like, I think, but I don't know if we'd see it. The only reason we, we ended up being sure that he didn't shoot the right target was because we, he had clean paint, and we were able to zoom in during a little bit of a clearing in the storm. Like, no, I don't think there's any hits on that paint. So it was, uh, it was pretty dirty weather that morning. Well, off and on the whole day, I guess. But uh, I loved it. Yeah. I loved day two. Yeah, except, <laughs> we'll the, except you that. couldn't get your sleeveless out. That was the only downside, I guess. I, that was the worst part of it. I had to wear a jacket. <laughs> you, couldn't, you couldn't wear your jersey, your cutoff jersey. <laughs> Anyway, exactly. okay, we probably should back up before we get to day two. But all right, so then you, you're running home. I in the meantime, for me, I've got I'm shooting my BR. As you guys know, I got a lot of BR questions. Still running that BR. Uh, it's a 28 inch barrel that Joe spun up. Essentially the same speed as my Dasher. It liked like 2870, 2880 with a 105 hybrid. Shot super consistent. That's why I shot a G Cup. Uh, shot really well there. Shot couple of matches before then place the top three in those and then and shot pretty well at the finale until until i didn't but um <laughs> yeah. no your shots are fine <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um anyway so uh i ran that you ran home and you were picking between guns you were trying to get there was option of maybe getting a savage barrel that didn't pan out for various yep. reasons um I had just- just got a new savage barrel i was trying to get on it wasn't working out um sage precision has their new production rifle they were coming out with and they had sent me one mm-hmm. and it was shooting really good mm-hmm. and so i went with that um in a six dasher i just um you'd help me get one of those new leopold yeah. scopes which um are priced in the production um yep value and that oh that scope is awesome yeah but we'll get, new, we can get into that later well, so let me, let me, i was setting up doing break-in last minute on that yeah like a few days before you're like oh this because yeah. the because the the sage precision what's it called the mo- the the mb1 the mb1 it was running in a dash and it was hammering you were sending me pictures of groups like ah that'll do <laughs> like it was super consistent with a bunch of different charges and everything so um that's yep. a dasher so it's generally what they do makes brs dashers like we said a million times they're just they're just easy or easier than than uh, than other things so so you got that thing ready to go uh shooting 105 shooting burgers right yep yep shooting yep. burgers and dasher you shot alpha brass something different yeah we just so, once fired alpha i'd been shooting the pool all year and then um Oh, Jake helped me out with some uh, once or some new Alpha Brass, so I just shot back. So I I didn't have time. I, yeah, I, you I were in a jam. Rush home, yep. load some, load a couple hundred rounds for development, and load a couple hundred for the finale, and we're flying out. I yep. have no time for nothing. So, yep. Yep. Um, yeah, Jake helped me out getting some new some of that Alpha Brass, and it it was shooting good. So. Cool. That's cool. That's cool. And that, no, it's be fun to see how that OCD stuff does. It's a lot stronger. You ran the the older stuff a little soft. The new stuff is 
way is you know yeah a lot more similar to lapua if not stronger so that's kind of a cool yeah. cool option for guys that don't want to fire for him on the on the dasher side so um yeah anyway. I, I didn't have time to do the fire forming on that new gun by no. any means <laughs> no yeah you got it last second um he announced a couple weeks prior and, and just yeah. got that thing out the door um which later proved to be uh a, well, bone, we'll of, a bone of contention that you guys all know about but obviously it's the elephant in the room turned into a bigger deal than than everybody probably hoped it would turn into but um the uh so then we we headed out um you were in let's see i was in squad one with jake uh, we just ranked in the season yeah, I think I was in squad. I think production was squad five, five or six. I five or six. Five. I think that's right. And then you had the yeah. production guys, which was just was it? It was Satterley, Phil, uh, Doug, Doug Koenig. Um, what, what's the other guy? Um, I can't remember. Oh, Sorry. Now I feel. I know. I, nice I guy. Because he's that's my right. favorite guy in the group. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. We will. We, we apologize. But yeah. So you guys had. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna think of it, and then I'll apologize once I think of it. We'll figure it out. And then, well, who's who else was in your squad? Just um, other random it, guys. Or? It was like um, industry guys, mostly oh, okay. shooting production stuff. So I think they had an industry guy shooting that new um, Danison defense gun. Okay. Cool. Um, and someone else yeah i okay okay yeah. right on so um what do you anything else you want to hit before we, we probably should get in the finale i, I haven't talked about mis- yeah, we mission talked or anything so so what we went we we got there the warm-up day me, yeah Jake, day. we ran around we shot a couple of the stages they had open for practice yeah and uh, that was my first time really getting to practice with that new leopold reticle yeah which is like a quarter mil quarter mil, yep. two tenths mil which is a little bit different for me yeah and you I were nervous we shot, going in i was like you'll be fine yeah Just... i was yeah <laughs> and i think we shot like one or two stages and like oh this will be all right and then yep. we had that one there was one stage off of five railroad ties or something um, and the wind was super switchy and Jake and I must've gone back and forth. What? Five times. Yeah. We, shot, we shot all our ammo on that stage trying to clean it. And none of us cleaned it. You guys brought a lot of extra ammo. I, I only shot it a couple of times cause I was like, I didn't, I didn't bring very well, much Jake, ammo. And Jake then you guys were getting after it. <laughs> and, yeah. You guys went back and forth on this. It wasn't a tough stage. It was like 340 and 360 yards on these circles yeah, or something. It, uh, it wasn't a tough stage, but we could not clean it. The wind was, well, <laughs> this, the wind was so stinking switchy. It'd be yeah, whole left edge, really left was. edge, right edge right edge and it wasn't a lot but it was enough and it was it was just back and forth kind of at your back um come come from your back or come from your left kind of back and forth so um so we did that and i've heard some people talk about uh people shooting all day we didn't i didn't see that um i i do agree with it is kind of weird having the finale where you just shoot all day but Shannon did that last year at K&M. Every, you could walk around and shoot all kinds of stages on side-in day, and so everything's open. So yeah. it would be nice if it was a, a unique range that we'd never been. I understand that's difficult to do, um, but that's always obviously the dream. On my first year in PRS, we shot at uh, FTW Ranch in Texas, and most people had never really been there. Um, I think a few had been there prior um, but most of us had never been there. So it was, it was a pretty cool opportunity for everybody to just not be comfortable or not know how this prop works or what the wind does up this valley or, or how, what rocks you shoot off on a rock stage or, you know, a railroad tide stage or whatever, just different locations. So it's fun to not know. So I guess people were there all day shooting and measuring. We shot off, we shot the mover stage, shot a couple long range shots off the tower just to check our drops and then um shot off those those railroad ties just close to the zero spot so we didn't do a lot of shooting but um it is i definitely heard different people talk about from different things but it's not it's something that happens a lot i just don't know maybe people don't recognize that it happens as much as it yeah and the thing about it was like the conditions changed so much from friday to saturday to sunday oh jeez. I don't know that it helped the guy all that much either way. I don't think it does. Um, I mean, there was no tripod rear, so it wasn't like you could set up or game anything. Everything was yeah, – most of it was just – there was a lot of prone, modified prone troop lines. I think there was six, seven positional stages, and a lot of a lot of rest of them prone. So prone is like – prone or modified prone off of – you know, prone off of a car 
or prone off of these big tires, or I should say modified prone. So essentially it's bipod rear bag on, on most of the stuff, which isn't, I mean, you, it's not something you're really gaming in that, in that case. So, um, but, uh, it was, uh, let's see. So that side in day, pretty straightforward. Um, I think that, well, I had the best dinner I think I've ever had, uh, Oh yeah, we, Friday we night in Oklahoma City. <laughs> we did have a good dinner in Oklahoma City. I, we, I guess we could leave it at that. It was a pretty good spot, pretty good food. They had the right cherries in their well, old fashions. What was that place called? Red 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 Prime. Thing. Red Prime. Oh yeah. Oh if, my god. If you're in Oklahoma City ever, you go to Red Prime. That's that's that was my takeaway from the weekend. Yeah, same here. That was I think that was a consensus we could all agree on. So, Red Prime, Oklahoma City, pretty tasty. Um, yeah. all right. Uh, so we, what, let's see, Saturday morning, we start off. It was kind of a weird, kind of interesting because there was one long range stage in the whole match. Pretty much everything yeah, and you guys started on it, right? Yeah. Long and it's two. a weird, obviously on purpose. It was stage 17. Um, and they just said, all right, squad one starts on stage 17, which it's just a, it's unfortunate because it's a bad, it's just, it is what it is. Cause when you, when you got that range and you only have that one, you know, they, I just that one long range area. Essentially we had 20 stages and the average range was four to 600 yards. So yeah, three fifty to five fifty, we'll I bet. Oh, yeah. And then 17 was 900, a thousand, 1100, 12, something like that. Yeah. Like it, it was, was like long. between a thousand and 11. It was just, a, it was like a yeah. kind of a sideways troop line, five targets, two shots yeah. per prone off a tower. And so we yeah. started there and, and, and it's, it's a little, it could go both ways. I know in the afternoon it was dead calm for some people Saturday that I guess they burned it down. Um, we started there and got mixed results. Some of our squad got twos and threes and some got, one guy got a nine. Awesome Bushman got a nine, I believe. Um, some sevens and some eights. I got a seven, I believe. Um, squad two yeah, came through then, behind and got pretty beat up and it was kind of up and down all day as the wind kind of came and went. And in the afternoon, it really went to nearly zero. Yeah. We hit when and when we hit that, I think our squad best was a five. I think we were four, fours and fives were our heroes in the group. I think I got a four on that stage. Yeah. Um, yep. And that was that was my crushing stage of the match. <laughs> yeah, and and that's the thing is those matches, those kind of stages can make or break um, a match in a, in a big way. I mean, it puts you you get a guy that gets an eight or a nine to start, and you get a three. Man, yeah. that's a six-point swing to overcome on a whole bunch of like 350 to 550 yard stages. It gets it's tough to come up with six points when so many are clean. Um, yeah, I, I dropped I dropped six on that stage, and I never dropped more than two on any other stage the whole weekend. Jeez, what did um, you what did you drop all day on day one? Do you remember? Uh. I want to say 12, 12 or something That's what like I was, that. I thought it was 12. So you dropped half of 12. your points on one stage. Yeah, yeah exactly. And the crazy. others were all one, I think. Yeah, I think it was a nine one or ten. Maybe I had one that was two. But, yep. um, yeah. And, yep. then the, and then day two, I think um, I dropped – I think I dropped ten day two, and I think it was just onesie, twosie, same thing. I never dropped – I don't think all weekend I dropped more than two other than that one stage. That one stage, yeah. Yep. That yeah. was that was that was same with me. I got a lot of nine out of tens, a lot of ten out of tens. Um Yeah. Um I did my worst stage was a stage after that, which was probably the easiest. It was this these metal bars, these horizontal bars, you shot the the middle bar which was kneeling and then the top bar which was standing. Rock solid big targets, five target, kind of this troop line thing where you shot two of the close one, you move two of the far one, you move two of the next one, you know, not the far one, but the, the second one. And then the third target, fourth, fifth, kind of a positional troop line and a big diamonds. And I got absolutely destroyed. Like one after another, after another, and our squad cleaned it. And then two of us in a row got fours. So Austin Bushman, I think it was Bushman and I both got fours. And then Ouch. Joe Walls got no. Joe did good. There was, but there was three of us in a row that just got wrecked. I was like, man, that was my second stage of the match. I was like, well, that hurts because that puts me down six on a bunch of the guys. 
on a stage, it just switched. And a couple of guys, Aaron Hip, he talked to me. He got a zero on that stage. He went up, he went up, um, and just just weird, kind of some weird wind. Um, sorry, I'm trying to keep tweaking this audio a little bit, but um, just kind of interesting. But that one hurt. Other than that, it was it was pretty consistent. Um, you know, oh, there was definitely some weird winds, like all all weekend long. You, yeah. you think you had it figured out, and then. Nah, you don't. Yeah, yeah. The way it kind of came, it kind of was coming a lot from your maybe your seven o'clock, eight o'clock kind of varying kind of this weird. Yeah. And if it would straighten out at six o'clock, you're going from holding, you know, holding off left side a decent amount to you needing straight up or favor and just right a right a target. So it can it was switching in a hurry. If it held for you, everything was pretty good. And if it got switchy on you, you drop one. Um, yeah. you know, and catch the switch and then correct. So, um, but it was kind of, it was happening quick, but it was pretty straightforward day. Weather was really nice on day one, cold in the morning. I was wearing, you know, my jack, my puffy and puffy jacket or whatever, and some a couple layers, but real comfortable overall. Nice weather started a little windy in the morning, got really calm in the afternoon and we shot, we sh- did we shoot 11 or 12 stages on day one? I, I, yeah, 11 or 12. I think it was 12. Uh, yeah i think so so 12 out of the 20 on day one uh knowing that sunday was scheduled for some pretty nasty weather um it could have been worse uh we were able to shoot um more or less but it was it got a little bit it got difficult on sunday um it was cold so so day one we get done i think i was sitting 15th overall you were like and I was way down because, well, we, the hard part no, is you weren't, I thought you were like eight or nine or something like that. No, I was in, I was in 81st place. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause That's the way right. that, cause the way, cause we all shot different stages, different stages. But once we figured it out and realizing points available for yeah, stages, I some people fine. shot. Yeah, you were in a decent spot. Yeah. Jake was in, we figured Jake was seventh, eight, something like Jake, that. No, no, Jake was top Jake was couple. good. He was top couple, and on day two, yeah. uh, right out of the gate, he moved into first place for like four, five, six stages. He was burning it down, and then got we got to this. It was that circle troop line where we you just couldn't see. Like I couldn't see the fourth and the fifth target. Um, yeah, that was the hardest stage. It was hard to see when you missed if at all, and then when the snow there, you just. I couldn't see. I knew the target was left of this tree stump, and so I just hold left of the tree stump. If the target would swing, then you could see it. Or that, yeah, target four was just le- or just left of this tree, and I just yeah. picked the tree and then just held like well, a half mil left of it because I couldn't see the target. And oh, once it, yeah. once it swung, I remember it, referencing just off random things to yeah. shoot at a target. Like that's when you know it's rough out there. It was crazy. So that's, yeah. that sucked. And I think until that stage he was in first. And then after that, he dropped back. He got beat up on a couple stages. Just, just, I mean, shooting good, but just the way it goes, um, with, with the way the visibility and the wind was, you know, you could catch it and clean a stage or you, you'd get, you'd get beat up and drop two and and one or two in this match was a lot because a lot of stages were getting cleaned. Yeah. Um, you could afford to drop a few on the one long range stage. And other than that, you had to keep it pretty tight. You did. Yeah. You really had to do it. Yeah. And there were some pretty small targets out there, but guys, guns are, man, guy, guys, equipment is running so stinking good now with yeah, a lot of the BR variants. And there was a lot of little targets getting hit by a lot of people. So, yeah. Um, these little yeah. KYLs out there getting cleaned and, um, that's pretty, it's pretty fun to see what these guns can do. You lay down and you're like, I can hit that target. And it's like a little three inch at, I don't know what it was, 400, yeah. 450 yards. I mean, these are pretty small little targets with the wind. So, um, yeah, but it was, that, it, I, I, I cleaned that moving target stage. Yeah. I remember it was a little, little bugger at like, just under 400. Oh, the first target was had, small, yep. Yep, you had to shoot that first target twice and the mover twice and then one at 600 twice yep. or 500 twice and one at 6-something twice. Yep. They were all small. And I remember uh, <laughs> um, one of the guys in our squad was like, did you see where you hit those targets? I was like, yeah, it was right in the middle. And he's like, yeah, it was right in the middle. And I was like, yeah, I just kept up what I had going because it was really working well. It was really working well. So <laughs> it was Scott. It was Scott Saturday. He was like, were you seeing those? I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. So you, so, so day one, you're not only leading, uh, well, production was tight. I think, 
a couple guys yeah, have been shooting, only, shooting good. I was leading in production by like two, I think. So it was a close race, but you were also shooting, you know, you're shooting good for the match, um, yeah. both yeah. you guys. And then on day two, you kind of ran away with it. Um, right, right yeah. off the bat, it, especially the that weather mo- was nasty, and yep. I was born in nasty weather, yep. and so I thrive in that. And yep. so, as soon as I saw people were miserable, it just oh, it just made me warm and fuzzy on the inside. <laughs> so I just loved it. And so, as soon as I saw other people were struggling, it just built me up, and I was just r- ready to roll. <laughs> oh, dude, I love it. So you, I mean, we did a podcast earlier this spring. A lot of people liked it. Um, um, we do. Let's talk about that later. I'll make. I'm gonna make a note. But um, I'm gonna make a note about just what you've learned since last last podcast. No, I, I've learned now. a thing or two. <laughs> um. Anyway, but so you knew we in the first podcast we talked about where you coined it Operation Trojan Horse. Where you're gonna come to the finale. Trojan no horse. one knows who you are, and you're gonna win it. And so, so then by now you're like, well, I was shooting pretty good on Saturday, and on Sunday you're going. You're just thinking. Um, things are going pretty good. So, in the in the back of your mind, are you thinking you got a shot at the match, or were you, I mean, what are you thinking? Uh, well, d- during kinda. That? So at first, I was like, I only have a two point lead on production. I got to kick it in high gear here, yep. and then um, D- Doug and I were who were tight on that. And the first stage, it, the visibility was horrible, mm-hmm. and I think Doug dropped five or six on the first stage. Oh, wow. And I cleaned it. Yeah. Um, and then the next stage, I think he dropped two and I cleaned it. And the next stage, I think he dropped two and he clean- and I cleaned it. So it's game and, over and so, with eight stages. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I smell blood in the water. And so <laughs> then I'm starting asking around, well, how's everyone else doing? You know, just work out of curiosity. And I'm starting here and where yeah. I'm at. And I'm like, oh, I got to kick it up here. Yeah. And so. I kind of went. It's hard to kick it up the, past cleans, though. I mean, it kind of is what it is. <laughs> I, uh, stage three or four, I dropped one, and I was pretty pissed off. Um, but, yeah, I I, uh, I was definitely, there came a point pretty quick where I was like, now, nah, where's the overall out? Friggin' Operation Trojan Horse is in full swing here. <laughs> I predicted this. Let's do it. <laughs> that would have been epic. Spoiler alert. You didn't quite pull it off, but you did. I did. No, I failed. I failed. I, I don't know if it was a fail. You can't really say coming into a finale your first year and placing third on the match is a failure. You burned it down. You know, spoiler, you didn't win. Everybody already knows that because we're late. But second spoiler is, I don't think I think third's pretty solid. Like I'd say Trojan Horse was a partial success. All right, uh, I'll agree. Like okay. I'm not complain. I'm not complaining with where I ended up. All right, like, I, all was, right. I was pretty drastic with my claims, and I almost made it. So yeah, I should I complain. It's hilarious. Yeah, for those of you that don't know Matt, he's pretty free and open with his words, and uh, uh, that's one of my big biggest uh problems yeah i guess you could call it a problem and we're gonna avoid some things that happens that weekend as well that don't need to be talked about just because of your big mouth but they're all <laughs> mostly in good fun so uh mostly so um anyway so so day two halfway done you've got production and you're not uh worried about that i'll t- i'll go through my day two i started out we started on the mover stage, real tough viz. A lot of guys were getting nines. It was a 12-round stage, so a lot of – I think Morgan got a – no, Morgan, he dropped four. I believe he got an eight. Um, a couple guys got some nines, a ten. Uh, Jake cleaned it or dropped one, maybe dropped one. I ended up dropping two, which I felt pretty good about for our conditions. Um, but, was, you know, close to the high score in the squad. I think Jake had high score in the squad. And so – I shot pretty good. I didn't have a lot of cleans on day two, but I had a lot of like nine out of like that KYL, that close and far. I got a nine out of mm-hmm. 10 on that. And I just missed my last smallest target on the far one, which was a tiny little target. So, um, I, I getting a nine on that. I didn't feel bad about. And, you know, there were some tough stages. I got, was doing pretty good. I was like, well, I'm certainly in the top 10. I knew, I knew at that point I wasn't going to win. Um, almost after the second stage of day one when i went when i 
dropped six on that super easy stage. Um, I was rock solid. I just was chasing that win from tail, come straight up my back to, to left side, kind of favoring left and right and center and just slipping edges going back and forth. And I, from then on, I just, that just killed me. I stayed competitive and I shot, but when you have a stage like that and a match like that, I've shot enough. I hate to say this because it feels like you're giving up, but I feel like I've shot enough to know that like you cannot have a stage like that and win a match in this day and age with how competitive people yeah. are. Um, with especially with how many people I've watched cleaned it in our squad. Um, so I didn't. I didn't give up. I shot well. I shot a lot of really a lot of nines out of tens. Um, a handful of cleans, um, but enough to hang in the top ten for the season and and get a bullet until. Until I didn't on the last stage, <laughs> so I guess right we, up until yeah, I guess we could. We'll just hit that. Yeah, people, people, people were asking. So I shot good. We got to the end. It was this rock stage. Um, two shot. It was two targets. Five position on the stack of rocks. A close target, far target move. Close target, far target. Real pretty straightforward. So I was first up on the squad. Um, we've been out there all day. I've got every layer of clothes, mittens, hats jackets and so this is my i don't know his excuse or whatever but um i ad'd the i started i shot the i think i shot four rocks and i was moving i moved to the fourth rock and we were first up so we got the brief and then i took my mittens off um and i went and grabbed my gun so i'm standing there with no mittens and the snow's blowing pretty stinking hard it's rolling in and uh, some guys came and asked a couple more questions uh, about the stage, which is which is totally fine. Except that I'm holding my gun, and my hands are getting numb, more numb and more numb. So, you know, holding on the metal. So I'm getting pretty chilly by the time it's time to go. Um, so I don't have a lot of feeling in the old fingers. And shoot, shoot forward, not not bad. And I move that fourth position. I get on the gun, or get on the target, w- wiggle my gun. Um, and I had the, I got on the target, closed the bolt, wiggled my gun, and I went and wiggled, and my jacket caught. My jacket sleeve was hanging down on my right hand and, and caught and just kind of levered my hand into the trigger. And I AD'd, first time I ever have. Um, people were like, well, was it a light trigger? I was like, I would have AD'd a 30-pound trigger the way my hand was. <laughs> and I was like, it was <laughs> nothing to do with anything like that. It just, it just caught on this rock edge and just was a weird as I was – because I let go with my trigger hand, and I was wiggling the bag with my left, and I was kind of repositioning my body. My gun was on my I had my head on the gun, but I was just shifting over a little bit, just getting square behind the gun. And when that hand just it just caught and hit it, I was like, sweet. So I shot just over the target to the left. It wasn't um, yeah, it wasn't like it was some wild. No, I didn't shoot it up in the sky. Shot over the sky. Line. No, yeah, guys exactly. saw the bullet land up into the left, and so finished the stage. Um, Ros said, uh, "Was that was that an AD?" And I said, "Yep." I didn't mean to do that. They're like, okay, that's a stage DQ. And I was like, no problem. And, um, and I was like, that's fine. And then, um, uh, Justin, the match director came over 10 minutes later or something and said it was a, a match DQ. So, which, which is, which is fine. I mean, that's, that's yeah, fine. And it was, I'm not, obviously I, I didn't like to see you disqualified, but they had even said like at the meeting, like, Hey, ADs, NDs, we're, it, it's a match EQ, you know. Yeah, well, um, it wasn't a big deal. So the the bummer, you know, I like getting the bullet. The bullet trophy to me is is a is kind of cool. Um, yeah. If I got it, I think that was a ten round. There's there was that stage, and so if I just got like, I think most guys got like eights, or sevens, or eights. If I gave myself a, a five on that, and we had there was a tank strap stage after the guys were getting like eights and tens. If I gave a five on the last two stages. Because I, I finally added my score up, I still would have been. I think I would have been eighth or ninth on the season with two bad right. scores. So that's the only bittersweet thing is is um, is that. And they had a lot of primers on the prize table, and I didn't get to walk the prize table. So it would have been nice to oh, grab some of those primers. Of primers. <laughs> that that was a, a that primers. was a bummer. Uh, but other than that, it is what it is. I wasn't. Well, and, and I wasn't going to win. Back, so I I think you came and you watched my last two stages. And yeah, so I just put I, my gun down was, and walked away. I didn't want to. I, I told Justin thanks. I told Aro thanks. I didn't get mad. And I actually called Justin. Someone's like, hey, I heard you got mad at Justin. I was like, no. So I called Justin on Monday. I was like, dude, I just want you to know, like, I'm not mad at anybody. I, th- I said, thank you. It's my fault. Like, I didn't. I wanted to make it clear that I was not. Like, like 
I, it was an AD. I didn't try to hide it. I didn't try to shoot through it or anything. I'm not like I never had one. It was a, it was a fluke deal. I'm not, I didn't like it. I wasn't embarrassed by it. It didn't, to me, it wasn't a safety thing. I've seen guys do dangerous stuff and it, like, I would be just deathly embarrassed if I did something like that. I was on the, I was on the gun. I wasn't, I didn't feel you. Maybe some people think I should feel bad. I didn't feel bad. I wasn't, I didn't feel like it was, anything was in danger. Yeah. It was a safe shot. I was like, man, it is what it is. That's the rules. It just sucks. It was this match. No big deal. So I just want to clear that wow. up. Like people were saying, yeah, I was mad. I was like, no, I wasn't. I was mad that I, you know, you're, you're disappointed, but I didn't, I was kind of the ROs and to Justin and just, that's it. That's the story. So people have been asking me what happened. I was like, yeah, I just, it is what it is. So, um, well, and then you showed up over where I was shooting and yep. I just thought you finished before us. And so yeah. you watched my last two stages and I had a clean and then a drop one. Yeah. You shot good. Um, and, but I was just like, Oh, John came to watch me. Like, I thought you guys were just done before me. And oh, then I look yeah. ahead and I see your group still shooting. And I was like, what the, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't and then you say- told me about it. Well, I wanted yeah, to wait till you were done shooting. I didn't want to say anything. Yeah. So I was just hanging out yeah, with Saturday and those guys. That. So, yeah, no, it was yeah. good. I knew you were doing good. Um, I knew, I think, I think I knew that you couldn't win by that point, but I certainly, yeah. we, we, we weren't sure. Dropped, if I hadn't dropped that one on my last stage, I could have had second, but no, I had to drop one on my last Uh, stage. Well, and then there was starting to be talk of like, maybe they're going to throw the tower out and that would have changed everybody's scores. And so you got a four on that. I think you might've gone into first or second on the match if they would have thrown the tower out. (laughs) Yeah. It would have been real tight if I, if they'd have thrown the tower out, they'd been talking about that all day. Yeah. And I had been like, boys, you better watch out if they throw that tower out. Cause I'm looking good there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's the way it shook out. Um, uh, with that. Um, but you finished strong. You finished on the, was the helicopter stage your last stage? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. finished on that. Um, had a good run. Um, then, let's see, we packed our stuff up. The guys, I didn't watch my squad finish shooting, really. I went up. You kind of walked up there. I went and got the rig to load everything up in. Um, and then headed back, got cleaned up at the hotel. I, I don't know, anything else on day two shooting-wise that you wanted to – no, not that, not that we should go into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, okay, yep, you're right. Next topic. And uh, so we left, and uh, uh, <laughs> oh, we left. Uh, yeah, so then we, yeah, what, we went to the award ceremony. I, uh, they gave me top production, third overall yep. for the match. Yep. Um, and you walked it, you walked prize table in order of of match finish. Yep, so which I is watched, cool. Walked prize table third. I got a sweet rifle from uh, GA Precision. Yeah, production gun. Um, yep, their new product. Their their production gun. Yeah, and a six GT. Yep. Um, and that was pretty much. Where where did J- Jake ended up decent overall for the season? Yeah, I think he Jake was sixth on the season. I sixth believe. or seventh for the season. Yeah, I think yep. he was sixth. Yep. So. so obviously Jake wasn't thrilled no. with how things went because he's Jake, but he uh, he, he had did. A, he Jake's Mister Consistent. He I mean he shot good. Also, he he had I, the he I think he was most disappointed because he was he was in first place like. Uh, yeah. He was in first place through five or six stages into day two, so he only had a few, like, yeah. three I or four the left, and that hurt the most. J- Jake to know is that I beat him that weekend. I think that is important to know. We should remind yeah, him yeah. if he we listens to this. Make sure that's out there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's right. out there now. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> then, well, did we just, we just fast forward, like, what, two days then? Well, I mean, obviously, the every podcast has talked about it from Frank Galley and the effing syndic guys and it's been joked about on on the internets and the shooting community and then um you know it's public knowledge and again i don't want to stir the pot but i i do disagree with some decisions and i had chan and i talked on the phone a long time and we're we're okay uh when we can agree to disagree and and he's and he's fine he said he's, he goes i don't expect matt to be happy or excited about our decision but he expects us to act professionally. And so I think we can disagree and have a discussion 
and uh, just kind of you know your side of the story to get it out there a little bit, so just people hear hear the whole thing and um, you know and not trying to stir the pot, or cause drama, um, you know for whatever that's worth. But yeah, so a couple of days later, there was a little. So let's back up because production class is kind of a funny class. Um, and <laughs> indeed it is. This started. This whole shooting thing started. I mean, we take it back to the very first PRS match and there was a production trophy and I was, and we were talked about it. We're like, if you want to shoot production and get a trophy at every match, then shoot that because nobody shoots it and you'll beat everybody you shoot against. And, and you're like, really? <laughs> like, yeah. So, so we start it's, so what is the idea of production? And this is, this is my opinion. Chime in, interrupt whenever you want. It should be a, a savage a Remington, a Ruger, a Tika. It should be big production rifles, big companies that ma- make a lot of rifles and like mass produce, but it's not. And so part of our, part of what we talked about is like, dude, you can run the production guns that they've deemed legal are the same as the guns we run. They're just, they just hit a price point and then they're magically a production gun it's not anything to do with like production numbers from a massive company. Um, and so we started talking about that. You got a Savage. You won a handful of matches with a Savage. You shot the MPA production went, we, rifle. We shot that, we shot that match in Idaho where we talked about, yep. hey, what's this production? That was my first match. Yeah. And that I was an interim, guy, That was a, no, that was a PRS match. That's PRS right. match. Yeah. And I saw a guy who was behind me score wise with this giant sweet trophy and i was like uh excuse me what how do i get one of those (laughs) (laughs) and so you guys explained it i literally that week i went to a pawn shop i bought a savage rifle the next weekend i'm pretty sure it's the next weekend or weekend after i went to that next prs match and that was the one that i got what fifth overall in one production yep which we did our last podcast where i Called yep. out Operation Trojan Horse. That's right. Right off the bat, you're getting cocky as usual. It's a normal match. Uh, so well, that's hey. why we like you. So, um, yeah, so you grabbed the Savage. You won how many production? Every match you went to, you won production. Yeah, um, but I was realized I was shooting against guys shooting gaps and MPAs, and I'm like, man, these are pretty sweet rifles. Yeah. And so I kind of started looking at that, and then – uh, end up talking with Jed Sage Precision. He's like, "Yeah, I'm coming out with a uh, production rifle. If you want to try this production rifle, I'll send one to you." I was like, "Yeah, that sounds great. Let's give yeah. it a try." Yep. Same um, action the MPA is built on. Um, yep. Got as an XLR has a Trigger Tech Special. Um, oh yeah, it's a shooter. Barrel, uh, no muzzle brake. Hits the price point. Everything's legal. Same as all the other production guns. In which, which is silly, and I think everybody agree. Well, not everybody, but I'd say ninety-five percent of people agree that. And I love George and MPA, and just those companies have done a lot for the sport. But it's hard to say that a Savage and a Tika and a Ruger are the same as a Gap and a Sage, and an MPA. But they are, under the rules, clear as day, hit the price point, make these for the public, and they're and they're good to go. So that's what you did. Um, and you'd won all year with a Savage, and the MPA, didn't, it didn't matter. And you just happened to get the, the Sage in time for the finale. So, yeah. the, um, how do we... <laughs> Oh, long story short of it. Let's just chop yep. it down. Go for it. Two days after the match, I, I get a call from Shannon, and he says, hey, a um, bunch of people are pointing out that you're shooting a custom gun, not a production gun. Tell me that this is available to the public somewhere. So I send him a link of their post on Instagram. I send him a link of their post on Facebook. He texts me back. Oh, yeah, we're good. Uh, that's pretty public. And he talked um, to Jed. And I talked, and he called and talked to Jed at Sage Precision. Everything's good. Well, a day or two later, um, people start reading finer into the rules. They start micro reading into the rules and decide that they think a production rifle needs to be on a website, which isn't how I read it. It's not how a lot of people. I don't believe it's worded that way, but yeah, I open for interpretation. I had attorneys look at it and they read it the same way as me, but that doesn't matter at this point. Essentially the way I read it was 
a gun can't be listed on a company's website before uh, for more than twenty five hundred dollars, and it has to be publicly available. Yep. And what the way other people read it was that it has to be on a company's website. Well, Sage Precision doesn't have a website. They have a Facebook page. They have an Instagram page. Blah blah blah. And so they decided that that rifle wasn't, which is the way a lot of companies run businesses. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. But they decided it's not a uh, production rifle. They decided I'm not in the production class. So I was moved from production to open class. So then essentially I have no overall finish because my whole season was production. My finale was open. So I won third in the finale I had the top score going into the finale in production or was tied for it. Yep. But because they don't add up, it doesn't mean anything. And so <laughs> that's funny because if they just converted your season production points and your finale finish in open, you would have had, you were for sure the top rookie of the year. You're, I mean, you crush everything. <laughs> yeah. So. But that, it, it's not, it's just not how it ended up. And it is what it is. I'm not, yep. I, yeah, I, I probably rocked the boat a little too much. I had people a little worked up there for a few days and it just, <laughs> it's not worth it. It is what it is. I want to shoot going forward. I want everyone to just be able to shoot going forward. So it's not worth <laughs> causing a bunch of issues over. Um, but uh, and, and in all reality, if someone before the shoot could have told me, Hey, um, we're not going to let you shoot production, but you can take third overall in the finale. I'd been like, yeah, awesome. Deal. That sounds amazing. Yeah. And so I'm yeah. not going to complain. We, yeah. We, no, you gotta, we you, are where we are. That's what I had people call me. I'm, I'm, I can't believe they're doing this. I was like, dude, it's not. We talked about production at the start of the season. We know it's, we kind of made a point of, unfortunately, I don't think they're going to change the guns. The guns need to be mass produced. And, oh and, no, the gun the gun that I'm shoot that I shot is now gonna be fine for production going forward and I'll probably shoot production this year yeah. with that gun. Because it's a it's the same uh, gun I'm running. It's a Curtis action, good barrel, it's 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 a it's a great setup. So I mean I yeah. I, I think could have shot your gun in the finale and it would have caught wouldn't have cost me a single point. So no, you probably gained points. That thing was shooting like a mole. That thing was on fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So let's hit the guys have been asking, and I, a bad time for me to be MOA, but you you ran the new PR2 reticle. Um, loophole is oh, working yeah. on getting those suckers out as fast as possible. Um, the it's it's on their website. It's under. It's only for sale listed under the 525 right now. So if you go to the 735 or 318, you won't see it as an option. But it is listed on the 525. The price point is lowered to meet last year's production number, which was 2000 um, is the listed price. Um, I'm going to do probably do a podcast with Burkini. We, we've been shooting it all year um, and, and talk about some more. And then I know they're getting a bunch in. Um, Morgan's been shooting it all year too, right? Oh, yeah. Morgan's been shooting it all year. We've talked about yep. this. And then um, uh, Nick Gardazzi's had it for a long time. Um, uh, you know, I've had one. Um, I guess that's the four of us, the main people that got them early, the test version, and then onto this one. So, well, and a bunch of people asked me, Hey, you know, what changed from your shoots all year to the finale? And some of it was my mindset. Some of it was a gun, mm-hmm. but that scope, I, I was seeing the bullet so well through it. Yeah. Um, and I just, I really was adjusting. It wasn't just, Oh yeah, I hit with that whole, I hit with a mill hold. I'll hit, I'll shoot another mill. It was, I hit slightly right with a mill hold. I'm going to shift just a little bit left. Like I just yeah. saw every bullet. Land yeah. When so I walked good. down, you were grinning you're like, dude, I haven't seen stuff. I haven't seen bullets <laughs> like this ever. He goes, I, I'm, when you guys were talking about seeing which way the plate rocks, he goes, I'm seeing it every time. Like he goes, I'm keeping these bullets in the center. You were all jacked up. I was like, dude, right on. So I, it, well, I, that, and that's what I said about that moving target stage where Scott Saturday was just like, dude, Every shot was in the middle. I was like, well, yeah, I just was seeing where they all were going. And so I adjusted just, accordingly. Just kept doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I mean, that's a big optic is, is one of the, it's got a track and you gotta be able to see. And that, I love that reticle being so open and, um, you know, and it's a good, you went from production was NX eight, which is arguably, I'm not, is not the 
greatest glass knife horses ever put out by any means. Um, <laughs> it's a little fuzzy, in, in, you know, compared to their attackers. So especially at higher powers. Yeah, exactly. So you went from that to the Mark V, which I think is a lot better glass and and a little and a better reticle. I think a lot better. So it gives you that open yep. open view. Um, that obviously was able to, especially in bad conditions. It wasn't like we were in pristine conditions. You couldn't hardly see on no, Sunday. No, horrible. Yeah, the worst on Sunday. I mean, half the, yeah. it was difficult to see a lot of stuff on Sunday. So, um, yeah. but yeah, so you, so then back to, I mean, ultimately, because it wasn't listed on a website, um, is, is they, they, they took it. I, I, I they're taking it. I don't know. You've been gone. Um, yeah, I've, I, I've been gone for work since the finale. I, I got an email the other day actually about sending the trophy to Doug, who is the winner of the production class now. And I don't, I don't even have the trophy. It got taken away from me. <laughs> yeah, in, in, the airport. <laughs> in airport security. Those GSA so guys were trolls. I don't have it yet to send it on. <laughs> and so I Oh, it's bad. Yeah, apparently you can't take a giant bullet through your carry-on security and yeah. just uh, write that down as yeah, take something to learn. Pro tip. Whoops. <laughs> I was like, no, it's a trophy. They're like, yeah, well, this looks like a bullet. Yeah, like, that's, an no, art- they're like, a that's not a trophy. Like, it's a artillery shell. I've seen one. I've seen an artillery shell before. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to argue with this TSA guy. <laughs> he knows yeah, it's artillery. Didn't <laughs> it did not go well. <laughs> no. No, it did not. But... um Anyway, so let's 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 leave it. I guess is it, unless there's something else you want to say. You've you've done very well in controlling yourself. I, I appreciate that. So you want to leave it at that? Yeah, no, that's, that's where we're at. All right, let's go. Operation production was almost a success. I, I said I was, was going to sneak in it to was the a finale. Success. In production, I was going to win the whole thing, and I was a couple points away from it. You're close. You're close. So <laughs> let's bounce back. First year in the bag. Um, you know, I've been, I've been, uh, we have Christmas, New Year's, and I'm like neck deep in, in trying to get this house done and, and stuff like that. So I've been, been enjoying the break and you're jonesing to go back to shooting like crazy. So you're, you're all geared up. What's, what's go through from kind of the match we talked about in Idaho where you decided to shoot production to the finale. Are there anything, um, like advice for new shooters, kind of the most valuable things you've learned or anything that sticks out or anything you want to mention to, you know, potentially newer shooters or, um, you know, we're veterans that have been shooting a long time and, and have never gotten remotely close to, you know, placing where you placed in the finale or, or you know, something like that. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. I, I, I think that the finale, I, I paid a lot more attention to really trying to see where my bullets land. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I, I don't have any, I wish I had some sage, um, smart wisdom that I'd learned well, this year. And, let's go. I'll, I'll, I'll key it up a little bit. Cause so I wasn't very long ago. I remember us talking, I've known you from hunting for a long time and I was like, dude, you should shoot. And you're like, I'm, I'm a chicken. I'm scared. I don't want to look bad. So, um, I was like, you're not, you're fine. Come shoot. So that was not very long ago. So, <laughs> it's true. so let's hit that. Now you're like, ah, I don't know. You just got to shoot, pay attention. So now you're out where everybody, now you're giving the answers that nobody wants to hear. The answers that all of us give you're like, just go out and shoot. But you had to get over your, which everybody has. I remember my first match it was a little club match. I was super nervous, like nervous, nervous. And, um, and I don't know why, but a lot of people get that way and it's part of what makes it fun. So that was only, my problem is I hate losing. I don't even like winning. I just hate losing. Yep. And that's why you're doing well. And that's same with me. (laughs) So, so you didn't want to go the first match because you did not want to lose. And you're just like, I got it, you know? And so because of that motivated you to kind of prepare and you were, you were pretty ready at your first match. I mean, you didn't, you didn't win, but you shot, you didn't make a fool of yourself either. Yeah, middle of the package. Yep. And then I was like, oh, maybe we can make something work out of this. Yep. Okay. So from there, I mean, you started with pretty, pretty good. Um, I don't know. I mean, what? there's a say. There's a. This is gonna sound awful. No one's gonna. This sounds cocky. It just sounds awful. But this. There's a saying I heard once. Maybe you've heard it, but it said, um, "I'm trying to think how it goes." <laughs> Essentially, it says, 
baseball. It was about baseball. Yeah. And it was like, uh, baseball isn't hard if you're good at baseball. Or no, <laughs> baseball isn't hard if you're a baseball player. Oh, okay. Okay. And that's how I felt when I started shooting. Yep. Like, sh- shooting isn't hard if you're a shooter. And, like, I just, from, from, like, not that I was the best from the start, but I was decent. And then, that's like, good. it grew from there. That is simple just, good advice, though. Because it's like when you grab a BB gun or a bow or anything growing up and you just start hitting stuff and other people shoot all day and they don't hit stuff. Like, you're like, I don't know, I just do it. And so there is a little well, bit of that, which isn't a very satisfying answer for some people, but it's true. Well, no, no. The the thing about it is, you play baseball. Jake play baseball. I am horrible at baseball. I can't even. I can't throw a ball. Like I, <laughs> my shoulder will come out of its socket if I try to throw. <laughs> They're gonna put me over in right field because I suck. Yeah. Left field. Left, left field. Right field. Right field. You're right. Right field. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. See, yep. this is how much I know about baseball. <laughs> and then I'm gonna try to throw it in, and I won't even get it there because I can't throw a ball. <laughs> and so, like, I realize my strength. I can't play baseball. There's no but you can secret shoot. about, like, I can't play church league softball even. Like, it's bad. <laughs> I want to see this. But from a little, no, you don't. But from a little kid, I was, sh- me and, you know, jo- my older brother, yeah, Josh, yeah. like, yep. we were out shooting stuff when we were little kids. Like, yeah. yep. And that's just, that's the only, that's the life experience I have is shooting things. Yep. And I, Honestly, I I pray you never see me throw a ball. It's embarrassing. <laughs> I'm gonna make my and, mission and to get play some. We need to play a play some make some. We'll figure out a game somewhere to play. Watch you. It'll be good. No, no, it was <laughs> so bad. Like I, this is the worst case scenario for me. So is that okay, someone so would see me play baseball <laughs> <laughs> or right. any sport, basketball. I'm like six five. You think I could dunk? Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually thought you might be able to, but never mind. So all right. I used to be able to dunk, barely, but it was a long time ago. All right. So, so you grew up shooting, and you shot. You obviously shoot a lot of bows, and or you did. Now you're shooting guns, but um, you just take that same thing over. It's I don't I don't know. I mean I don't. So what would you t- say to somebody that? I mean obviously there's people that. Um, didn't grow up shooting a lot and have turned into pretty good shooters. Maybe they just had it and yeah. they didn't know it or I don't know. Or a lot of, well, I think a lot of work. I think a lot more of it is, um, aim. I, 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 people get really caught up in, in shot execution, mm-hmm. especially with archery and, and with rifle. Like we're talking about free recoil and punching the trigger and squeezing oh, yeah. the trigger and blah, blah, blah. Yep. And I think a lot more of it, is just downright aiming over anything else. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think I was able to transition from archery into rifle is just focusing, looking at where you want the bullet or the arrow to hit and watching it until it gets there. And if it didn't hit right where you wanted, adjusting accordingly. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, I, I'm not saying it gets underlooked, but that I think that's the most important part is just aiming the whole time. Just keep aiming. Yep. Just watch where you wanted to go and go from there. Yep. Um that's good. Which not, I'm not saying fundamentals aren't important because they are. And I, I'm not shooting free recoil. I Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. you're not seeing anything then. But um definitely uh that's a big part of it. But I I don't know. People people ask me like hey what How'd you do this? I'm like, uh, listen, if I if I knew, I'd be teaching classes. And I'm <laughs> teaching classes. Yeah. <laughs> Yet. Oh, that's awesome. No, it's good. It's been fun. It's been a fun year for the most part, and um, and you're excited. What do you you so plans for next year? Uh, oh, I'm just busy with work right now. I'm ready to go. There's a, there's a match in a couple weeks in Texas, and I'm like, oh, is there any way I can make this work? That's Morgan in a couple weeks. Me, yeah. Oh my gosh. Morgan was calling me like, "Hey, what are we gonna do?" And I was like, "Oh, buddy, I'm, yeah." I didn't even realize that was a thing already. Oh, dude, I was like, I was like, man, I got a couple months, but uh, yeah. This time last year, I didn't know what PRS was. Give yeah, me a minute to catch up. You didn't shoot till April or something. Yeah, March or, April, something. March or April. I think was my yeah. first match. Well, you're so good. You're good I'm then. Still... Give it a few more months. Who so just Start shooting, yeah. start shooting in February, maybe. Take the rest of January yeah, I, off. 
Yeah, get a whole year of experience in first. <laughs> right on. So run through run through gear real quick, guys. Curious of that. What do you? Uh, what you, uh, presses are you using for reloading? What's that? What presses are you using for reloading? I'm going to run through a bunch of your your gear. Um, I have a rock chucker that I'm sizing with, and then the um, Redding like T7 turret. Okay. That I seat with. And you're using are you using the case eject system on the rock trucker from inline? Oh yeah, the thing oh is, yeah. The thing is yeah, magical. Turn to that, was wasting my life before that. Dude, this, I tell people it's the simplest thing. If you're sizing on a press that the inline fab case eject system works on, go buy it. I don't know the guy. I don't get. I don't make any money from him. I pay full price. Freaking love this. That's that. That case eject system is gold, and I want it to get done for the zero press. Um, Best so can, money I've ever spent. Dude, on it's good. So then, so then, uh, powder, uh, powder measuring. Uh, I have the FX one twenty with the area four one nine setup. Okay, the auto trickler. And then, did you start? Yep. You started with a charge master, didn't you? Yeah, I shot. I I shot most of the season with a charge master, and then. Got that in September. And did very or well. Like that. Place top five at matches, not uh, in production, but overall. Yeah. So don't. There's a lot of people that are like. Well, I can't afford a, you know, a Prometheus or an A and D. You you don't need it. I've won matches with Rock Checkers, and and you can. They're still really good. So he just, or not with Charge Master. So you can get a Rock Chucker, a Charge Master. If you're gonna reload, you can do it pretty affordably. So you want you want to talk about primers if you want to get people real worked up. Oh, there you go. It, I don't care if this if the primer's small, I'll put it in a small primer pocket. And I'll go got, shoot a match. T- tell them about that test. So you've got a few. Well, we don't need to talk about how many primers you have, but you have. A, I you, have some primers. You have some primers, um, and so you tell them what you did because it is interesting. So I did a test. I took every small primer I could find: um, CCI four hundred, CCI four fifty, CCI five hundred, CCI five fifty, Federal what. 200, 205, whatever the small federals yeah, are. Yeah, 205s, 200, yeah. Well, and the 500, With, the 550 are small pistol primers, FYI. Small pistol, small yep. pistol Magnum. Yep. I shot Winchester small pistol, Winchester small rifle. I, I You name it, I tried it. It was a lot. You, when I, you told me the list, it was like 12 different companies. It was, it was, I did it like was everything. 60 shots. I did like 60 shots of three, it was three or five shots per primer. Yep. And I shot a group and I shot a 60 shot, like three quarter inch group at a hundred yards. And my extreme spread was like 12 feet a second over all, all the primers. Small primer I could get a hold of. <laughs> and this that. is where I realized if the primer is small, I will put it into the, a case and will I will fall. go shoot it. <laughs> and people are so, I mean, we're in a private crisis. <laughs> I yeah. mean, that's, There's a pro yeah. tip for you. If it fits in the hole, Letter buck. <laughs> it fits the whole freaking shoot it. Yeah. And so people get really worked up. I'm not saying in bench rest it's gonna yeah, yeah. be fine or whatever. But for PRS, you need a half minute, you need a three quarter minute gun, something like that. And just get a decent load and decent primer and go shoot. It's yeah. not best the Best not to overthink it. <laughs> Says the guy, you and me, who we all, all of us overthink everything. Um, but it is reassuring when you, like when I try stuff or you try stuff or you hear people trying stuff and it's like, oh, that's nice. Like when you, when you accidentally throw the wrong charge and it shoots in the same hole, you're like, oh shoot. And you figure it out afterwards or you do the primer thing or you seat your bullet off and it's, we fuss over a lot of things and it is important. I'm not going to discourage people from testing and wringing their gear out, but, um, it's, it's funny what you can get away with. I went for my second and third matches, which I didn't sleep for nights trying to figure out what to have in my pack. Like I'm taking extra triggers, extra firing assemblies, like everything, extra, extra everything to the finale where I flew out the morning before. And I was like, eh, better take some chapstick. Like I just, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) It, It just, and it didn't factor in. Like I, yeah, you didn't I, even bring rain I, gear to the finale. We're like wandering. No, we, we went to Walmart. We're trying to get. We're at Walmart the morning of the match, and they're not opening in time. He's like, "We'll just wait." I'm like, "Well, we're gonna miss our stage." He's like, "I kind of want some rain gear. Got those frog togs are looking good." And um, <laughs> anyway, you went rain gearless for for one day, but 
Yeah, no, I just danced around to stay warm because <laughs> I didn't have reindeer. Because that's how prepared. But that's that's how far I have fallen from OCD to just. Eh, it shoots all right. Yeah, it's more in your head. Like, There's a lot in your head. Yeah. There's a lot of people that don't want to hear that. Um, obviously, yeah. you need some talent, some practice. It doesn't hurt. Um, but there's a, there's a lot between your head. I know when I'm ready for a match. I know when I'm not. I wasn't. I wouldn't say I was terribly ready for this match. I was. I, some matches I'm, I was pretty fired up for AG up mentally, and this one I just was. I was just so much other stuff going on with mainly with the house and 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 some work yeah. stuff. So I was just like, it was uh, it was a weird one. But um, anyway, it's been fun. I've been proud of you. You did a good job. Um, kind of. The production drama, it is what it is. Yeah, it's stupid. It's a technicality. I think most people would would say that. It's a good way to get into a bunch of memes, if nothing else. Yeah, it'll be good material. Nobody really cares anyway. But third place overall is pretty baller, so hopefully you can keep that up next year. And uh, we need some more shooters out west, um, you know, traveling around and burning it down. So it should be fun. So anyway. Um, Nope. I'm ready for season two. <laughs> season two. Anyway, I guess we should wrap it up. We were going to go short, and now we're over an hour. So sorry, Josh. Yeah, an hour long. Uh, yeah, I told my brother we'd keep this short. He's like, Here I tried are. to listen, but you guys talk way too much. And we're like, yeah, that's true. Every time we do a short one, guys are like, why did you do such a short one? I was like, I don't know. It's I, I have a lot going on. <laughs> but anyway, again, I say this every time. Uh, lots of positive messages from you guys. Um, sorry we didn't keep you more in the loop with this. It's just kind of a strange time for a variety of reasons and um um everything's good we're all healthy covid came through all all of our families but nobody really got sick they just tested positive for it so that's good so a little uh little cough so that's over with and um just rolling on hopefully 2021 goes a little better match schedule wise and we don't have a pile of cancellations and last year got kind of weird that way but um we'll see how this year shakes out so anyway if you if you need primers um I was going to say call map. I don't know if I should say that or not. So we'll, we'll figure that out later and we'll let you know. <laughs> There's only so much one guy can do with 10 million primers. I don't. Uh, I wish it was 10 million. I mean, it's, I have a few, but it's I close. Wish it was 10 <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. Yeah. Um, anyway, thanks for coming on. I guess probably getting a little late over there in, uh, in New York, but I appreciate yeah, you. Gotta, it's been a fun year. Work tomorrow. Yeah. It's been fun, man. I appreciate it. So, All right, well, I love you long time.